Hello and welcome to Insights, the podcast with your host, Joe Parnay. Join me in this deep exploration of our personal journeys from ambition to meaning, where we stop living life fast and start living life deep. This is a journey of waking up and realizing that our lives have never been about us, but about others. True success leaves positive ripple effects on other souls. I believe that success needs to be redefined from our own personal ambitious endeavors to be redefined as the value that we leave and give to others around us. Join me now as we begin this journey to deeper connections, even more fulfillment, some fun, curiosity, life, love, and all good things. Your deeper journey from ambition to meaning starts right now. Hey everyone, Joe here. Welcome to episode 25. Thank you so much for joining me. And I thought I thought we'll continue our conversation about, uh, I guess you could say, the current situation, our uh, physical isolation and all that kind of stuff that we're dealing with in terms of the, uh, yeah, the current situation with the virus. So I thought um, I would look at a different aspect of the timeline and ask you this question. What if this was all happening for us and not to us. So I'll say that again. What if this was happening for us and not to us? So I was kind of sparked by that question or that the thought of that question when my son Oliver mentioned uh, to me a little while back or a couple of weeks ago, he said, Dad, there is so much to look forward to when everything get, gets back to normal. And I thought, how true is that? Like there is so much. Now, Rather than um, just talk about what we've got to look forward to, because we are all looking forward to to things getting back to some kind of normal, it's not going to be the same as what it was, um, because I think we're all going to be very different. And who knows how long the tunnel of isolation will go for, but uh, how's, you know, thinking about this question, what if this was happening for us and not to us? Each and every one of us on this call, on this podcast, will have a different answer for that. And perhaps some of us aren't even ready to even answer that question. Perhaps some of us feel that this is definitely happening to us and not for us. What are you talking about? This is happening for us. This is definitely happening to us. And I can appreciate that. I really, really, really do. Because of the nature of my work, I I introspect and reflect a lot, even in normal times. (laughs) Because I'm forever delivering trainings and podcasts like this and webinars and Zoom classes and all these kinds of things. And I'm always thinking of different ways of how to language the human condition. And just recently, only a few days ago, I was attending a webinar myself as an attendee rather than actually running one for a change. And and that was great. That was lovely. And what I came across in that particular webinar was a quote by Winston Churchill that is, well, I don't know how how well known it is, but this particular quote I've heard before, but when I heard it this time in the context of the current situation, it just had a different sort of meaning. And it and it contributes to adding to our perspective on this question, what if this was happening for us and not to us? So before I read you the quotes, just, just so I can share with you my thoughts on the question that I've just posed to you. And that is that my thoughts are, when, when we're looking at you know the question, what if this is happening for us? I'm thinking, who are we choosing to become as a result of this experience. 
Who are we breathing life into? How are we choosing to improve ourselves? Or are we becoming even more ensconced in the default mode of what we've been? Unfortunately, a lot of people are getting buried even more deeply into who they've been and are bigger victims of this whole circumstance. On the other hand, you've got other people who are consciously curious about who they are becoming through this process, what they are noticing within themselves. In a lot of other instances, people are getting very direct, clean, honest feedback on where their relationships are at. You know, there are so many different um, people that I know whose um, relationships at home are being tested right now. You know, in so many cases, they're away at work for six, seven, eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Then comes the weekend and there's all the children's activities or the sporting activities or social obligations. And so that family unit really, on average, hardly gets to spend any time at all together, you know, avoiding or avoiding the healing or avoiding the connection or avoiding the uncomfortable truth of where that relationship's really at. And now those kinds of families are spending all of this time together where you're confronted with where it's all at. I actually believe that, you know, I found in my case, I mean, I'm very proud of who uh, my wife and I have become as a couple and who we've become as parents, who we've become as leaders to our children. And, um, you know, we're having a fun time. I mean, we're, we're spending a lot of time together and a lot of time separately. Like, in other words, we have the days split into being together. We always get together for at least once a day, at least once a day to break bread. And typically that's a dinner time. And we'll spend 30 to 45 minutes doing that. We we all get together before the boys go to bed at 8.30. Our kids are 11 years old. So before they go to bed at 8.30, we watch a movie or something that we all want to watch together that's appropriate for the last 30 to 60 minutes. So there's that connection there. We, and we've done that regardless of this isolation. We've always done that. That's been one of our promises and, um, you know, what we keep, what we just hold sacred. And, and then we spend time... Um, separately. So in other words, I, you know, Silvana will watch something on her phone or on her computer. I'll watch something on my computer or I'll be reading or I'll be studying or whatever I'm doing. And the boys are playing their games or whatever. We have that time. We have physical time where, where uh, it's not what you think. <laughs> physical time, meaning, um, you know, I, we get the boys out, you know, at least, at least every second day to go out and do some uh, physical activity, whether that's a long walk, whether it's playing footy or kicking a ball or going for a bike ride or something. You know, Silvana has her physical outlet every morning with her, most mornings, five days a week with her walks. I have my physical outlet six days a week with my running and gymming and whatever else. You might be thinking, gymming, what do you mean gymming? You can't gym. What I mean is catching up with my personal trainer at the park in case anyone is wondering. So um, the point being that um, this extreme situation is amplifying the beauty of our family unit. Now, I'm not here to stand on any, any kind of high horse to say, you know, look at us, we're doing great. What I'm saying is that these situations like this, these unprecedented, and I know, I know that word's been so overused, but the unprecedented, rare situation that we're in is truly amplifying all kinds of relationships. And as I've said in past podcasts, you know, extreme situations bring out the extreme in people, the extreme good or the extreme bad and everything in between. So let me read you this Winston Churchill quote that I dare say he would have said this at the height of his powers 
in the deep, dark uncertainty of World War II when you had an evil force threatening to overtake the world. And I dare say, guys, fair dinkum, like what people went through in the late 30s and early 40s with a Hitler running around the world trying to overtake the world, what we're experiencing now, oh, my God, it does not compare to what those guys went through in the 30s and 40s. And, uh, you know, maybe on another podcast I could show you some stories that my grandfather shared with me as an Italian fighting the Germans back then in the 30s and 40s. But anyway, here's this quote from Churchill, and I ask you to ponder this, and then let's go back to the question that I've, that I've put forward to you at the beginning of this conversation, which is, you know, what if everything in this situation was happening for us and not to us? So let's listen to these words of Winston Churchill. And here we go, quote, To each there comes in their lifetime a special moment when they are figuratively tapped on the shoulder and offered the choice or the chance to do a very special thing, unique to them and fitted to their talents. What a tragedy if that moment finds them unprepared or unqualified for that which could have been their finest hour. I think that's, I love that quote. I'll I'll read it again just very quickly. To each there comes in their lifetime a special moment when they are figuratively tapped on the shoulder and offered the chance to do a very special thing. That's what I think this situation is. Unique to them and fitted to their talents. What a tragedy if that moment finds them unprepared or unqualified for that which could have been their finest hour. Now, You could take the words of Churchill figuratively, literally, or you can take them metaphorically either way, because I think we live many finest hours. We don't just live for one finest hour. I think we should take his words in a metaphorical sense in that we have an opportunity to create many, many finest hours. So here's the question. Who are you wanting to grow into? Who are you wanting to become as we all of us collectively travel through this tunnel of uncertainty in terms of where it's taking us and what it means and how long it goes for and all that kind of thing. And if I can share with you a personal insight, one of my um, triggers has been, um, judge me if you wish with what I'm going to say, but, you know, whatever, (laughs) like take this as you want, right? But one of, the, one of the things that I want to share with you is what's been triggering me are idiots, idiots that I've been noticing in the supermarket, idiots on the road, people being impatient, people being rude, people being all kinds of expressions of fear. Now, not everyone is like that. That is not true. But I have experienced the idiot factor out in the world in my experience. And what I've said to myself is stop judging them. Stop judging them. You have no idea who they are, what they've gone through, and why they are reacting the way they are. So one of of my core intentions in terms of answering that question, what if this was happening for us and not to us? For me, it's this is happening for me so I can truly become even more bloody compassionate to the human condition, to stop judging people. And the first thing that I'm doing is stopping using that word, idiot. I'm going to stop using that word. Now, whilst that word can slip from time to time when someone gives you a fright in traffic and nearly 
you know, collects you in their car. I get, I get that. But when you're noticing someone in a supermarket who is all over the shop or someone who's acting strangely at a coffee, you know, takeaway cafe place or whatever it might be, I am deleting that word for as long as I can, hopefully forever, from my vocab. And I want to become an even more compassionate person. And this was highlighted to me in such a clear way only a week ago when I met this, well, I met this fellow. I've actually kind of known this fellow for a little while on and off. And he's a bit of a, what I, I, I labeled him in my mind as a funny fish, a little bit obtuse, a little bit off center, a little bit strange, kind of weird and socially inept. This, these were all the labels I gave this person. And it wasn't until I spoke with someone who knew this person intimately, who has known this person for the bulk of their lifetime. And I was told that this particular fellow, when he was a kid, was multiple times, like on a weekly basis, was beaten by his parents to a pulp, to a point sometimes of nearly dying. Like he was brutally, physically abused. And his parents, at some point when he was a young kid, both of them succumbed as being victims of domestic violence themselves where they actually died as a result of domestic violence themselves. So he was a victim of domestic violence, and then where that came from, the parents died. Now, I don't know the the details and the complexities of how that happened, but as soon as I heard that, as soon as I was told that about this person, this person moved from being someone that I was judging, instantly transformed into one of my effing heroes, like fair income. I have got no idea what it means to be beaten or to be exposed to domestic violence. This guy was being beaten to a pulp on a weekly basis through his early teenagehood, mid-teenagehood. And then his parents themselves were beaten. I don't know what happened, but they died because of domestic violence, both of them. How would you deal with that? What would be the echo of the person that comes out of that? Well, I was seeing him. I was witnessing him firsthand. And suddenly, my compassion was oozing out of every fiber of my being for this man. I wasn't feeling sorry for him because that's judging as well. Because feeling sorry for someone I think is arrogant. It's like we're better than them. I know that you might have a different spin on that. I appreciate that. But that's my spin on it. So what I want to share with you here is that incredibly setting an intention to become more compassionate, to trade in my judgment and purchase compassion at a whole nother level. It was uncanny how I made these comments to a person about this other fellow. I made these comments to a to a person who knew this fellow really well and how I said, gee, he's a bit weird, he's a bit strange, he's quite socially inept. They were my judgment, my judgmental words, riddled in judgment, no compassion. And then when I was told what I was told, in a heartbeat, I reckon not even in a heartbeat, this fellow went from being someone I was judging to someone who is absolutely one of my heroes, and he doesn't even know it. Oh, Joe, you should tell him. Well, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, because I'm not meant to know what I know about him, and I don't want to bring up you know, the the painful, darkest parts of his tunnel. All I know is 
that he's doing mighty fine. He's holding a relationship, he's got children, and he's progressing as a human being to the best of his ability, like all of us. So what if everything that is happening to you and me right now is happening for us and not to us? What's your answer to that question? I thought I'd share with you that's you know that my answer, and that's my answer, is that for me, it's stop judging people and be compassionate. Have a curious, compassionate understanding of where people are coming from, even though I might not understand it. At least have that intention. So that was a lesson I learned this week, and I wanted to share that with you as, as an insight here on episode 25 of my podcast. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen in. And I hope that there's something I've shared with you here that can contribute to the value of your life and that you can contribute to the value of those around you. What if everything was happening for us and not to us? Thanks for tuning in. Love you all. And I'll see you or hear you or actually I can't see you or hear you. You will see, you will hear me. You can't even see me. You'll hear me coming up in the next week or so for episode 26. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Enjoy your evening wherever you may be. And bye for now. Thanks, guys. I'm Joe Pane, and you've been listening to Insights, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you're thoroughly loving the journey of these messages, please feel more than welcome to leave a review. And be sure to leave a comment on what you've been learning and how useful this has been to you and, and how you've been sharing this with those around you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm looking forward to being with you again very soon in the next episode of Insights, the podcast.